And we're back. As usual, we're having all the hard conversations. Nate got hit by a truck, so of course we had to address that issue. That's just Nate things. But he is sitting next to me today, alive and well. Lots of drama last week with the Carson King story and the fundraiser that raises over $2.9 million. This week we get back to our normal conversation, some sports news. California wants to pay their college athletes. We talk about some of the big TV shows and movies that launched this month. And of course, we talk biggest winners and losers. We hope you enjoy. Montana was hit with three feet of snow, and Nathan Creeps was hit with a truck. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's good to be back. Do you want to go into a little bit of detail about that, or should we just leave it in business? Uh, well, I mean, which one do you want to start off with? The ridiculous snow in Montana or me getting struck by a truck? Cruising on my motorcycle, my Honda Shadow, uh, pulled up to the, here in Cedar Falls. Major intersection of Green Hill and Main Street, which is right next to that fairway. And uh, I just pulled up. I was behind the semi, and red light, so I had my iPhone in, I was listening to some music, and I was just pulling up my iPhone, and just uh, going to switch to a song, and without noticing, like, these lights in front of me, I'm looking down at my phone, these lights just get brighter and brighter and brighter, and by the time I realized, but it's a semi-trailer back and right, and it knocks me over on the road, and uh, didn't even notice, he, so he backed up, so he was in a, he was in a left lane, which is only a turning lane to go left, and this guy wants to go straight, so he backed up and so he could merge to the right, hit me, and just drove off. By the time he hit me, it was green. I got up. It was pretty busy. It was like six thirty, seven o'clock at night, and people were just. I mean, I got up. N- nothing. So you no got bad. knocked over. Yeah, barely. Just because I had. So I had my hand weren't on my handlebars because I was on my phone, so I couldn't like control it. So I, had, I couldn't like. Otherwise, I probably would have held my ground, but just tap me. And then he just drove off. Had no idea he hit me. And just, there he goes. The semi versus motorcycle, I didn't win. Yeah, you were not going to win. No damage battle. was done to either my bike or me, which is good, or my phone. My life flashed before my eyes. <laughs> I just casually got up on my motorcycle and drove off. Whatever, man. If you're out there listening, fuck you. And then the second big hit of the week, Montana's in blizzard conditions. Bro, it's September. I mean, I'm not sure what day it happened, but it's September. Like September 28 or 29. Yeah, what the hell? Either way. Three feet of snow. The governor declares a state of emergency for a blizzard in Montana in September. Climate change is one scary thing. Yep. Holy shit, what's happening? I think over the weekend there was a record-setting wind speed out in the Atlantic Ocean as well. Your brother was telling me about that. Really? So we're just getting... His direct quote was, the one cool thing about climate change is that we're going to get to see insane weather. He might be more excited than most people, but... I'm all about it. I don't know if you've seen this, but Canada's getting struck with the craziest hailstorm I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I sent that you to Chloe that? too. Yeah. Okay. That was, I mean, you have to see a video for it to do justice, but go back to this Atlantic. How fast was this wind? Uh, I think over 150. Was it from like a storm or something? I would yeah, assume it, so. It was, it was a tropical storm that just isn't going to hit land. It's just too far out to hit anything. Okay. So... But it, yeah, it was a trap. All right, just blown. All right, crazy. So, is this snowstorm still happening in Montana, or is that done, or what? Do we know? I think they're just plowing the roads now. I don't okay. think they're getting snowed on anymore. Just move on. Yeah, I think there's always one crazy like snowstorm that hits pretty early, but I usually I feel like it doesn't hit mid to like mid October. 
Yeah, there's always one weird early like one. Like Colorado, I feel like it always happens. But Do you feel like, I don't know why I have memory of this, but I feel like Thanksgiving in Iowa typically has snow, and then things will thaw out, and then we have a brown Christmas, and then we get a lot more snow in January. I feel like that's happened the last five years. I don't know, man. I just never understand that. Yep, and then this turned spring never happens because winter's delayed. Yeah. And then that's just what I've noticed this last couple of years with the cycle. We've had a lot of rain this last weekend. I wonder if that's yes. kind of like accumulated from the same storm as Montana. Like everything seems kind yeah. of like, obviously, we're farther south, a little bit warmer. So Probably. Cedar Falls are under a flood warning. Till when? Mm, at least the rest of the day. Shit, is this like water shutting down? It must be. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Carson King had a wild week. We did our recap on Friday. With everything that's gone on, Carson was able to wave to the kids for the first time, I believe, on Saturday. He was yep. a special guest wearing his red and gold wave shirt custom, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, privacy. And uh, lots of good media coverage over for the weekend with that. Really cool scene. Um, you know, lots of people saying on social media, hey, guys, it's been two weeks. Can we cut this story? Can we not rush through a good thing? I'm with, that's a good I'm with answer. Him. Yeah, I'm, I'm with That's him. a great answer. And I mean, the donation's still happening. Like, today's the final day for it. Yes. And they're having a big event in Des Moines for it. So, yes. at the Horizon Center, never heard of it. Yep. But they got Cody Hicks, who's hanging up on our wall over here. He's going to be uh, playing, him and his band. I don't know who else is uh, highlighting tonight. But all donations are going to Carson's Venmo and going to the Children's Hospital. So, there's one last big push for the King's Rise uh, donation for the Children's Hospital. So uh, I think, what, $2.3 million? So far. I'm um, yeah. not sure how much this event's going to push, but, you know, it's every little donation is big because today's the final day for the three. You know, like, I mean, so I, you pay. I guess they will the raise match. a decent amount of money. 10 bucks for tickets and 5 for parking. I think he's still going to get carryover donations even after today. People are hearing about the story all yeah. over America. Yeah. They haven't heard a certain deadline, but today's the final day for the matching. For the matching. Bush. A Venmo. Yep. So I, I don't know what's going to happen after this, but today's really like the last big day for the Carson King's donation. So cool. It's been a hell of a ride. A huge roller coaster last week for him and broke out of it stronger than ever. And now he's got one last big push tonight. So I can't wait to see it's actually going to affect, we think, donating the Iowa Penn State game. I don't know how that's going to work. I would guess he presents on that day, but I don't, okay. I couldn't tell you for sure. That'd be cool. At the bloodbath that was Iowa and Middle Tennessee State. Yes, Hawkeyes throttled. What was the final score of that game? 48-3? to 48-3. 48-3. Uh, Hawks have throttled Middle Tennessee State. That's good. Defense is looking solid. Hawk, uh, Hawkeye offense is looking better than tip, most typical years. It Push, tends to look a uh-huh. lot better against Middle Tennessee State than some teams. But. So that's good. I mean, I don't – I know it's – so now we got Michigan. Hawks remain at 14 in the AP poll. Hawks, it's funny because the Hawks don't play a week. They move from 18 to 14. Hawks play, kill someone, remain at 14. Funny how it all works. But nonetheless, Hawkeyes go to Michigan and Ann Armour, 11 o'clock Saturday versus the number 19 Michigan Wolverines. First big test for the Hawks. Hawks We're have a little. Hawks have, I like that Iowa's played at Iowa State in a hostile environment. You know, that creates a little um, experience for the Hawks when it comes to that. So now you're going to the biggest stadium or second biggest stadium in college football. The big house. The big house, yes. Yes. Um, I think we're ready for it. Michigan. Did Michigan have a bye week? No. The, no, they they beat Rutgers by a landslide. It was up in around 50 to 0. Okay. I saw Michigan has also played Middle Tennessee State, and they beat them 40 to 21. Okay. Michigan's had some close games this year with Army, all that stuff. So I, what's your expectations going into this game? It'll be close. It'll be a tough game. 
it's hard to go to a Big Ten opponent. No matter how bad Michigan truly has looked. I mean, they haven't looked like the Michigan that everybody preseason hyped them up to be. I think Harbaugh doesn't have this team ready to compete for a Big Ten championship. Regardless, it's going to be a tough game. It'll be fun. I'm, I'm ready for a test. Mm-hmm. I think right now the spread is in favor of Michigan by five. Oliver Martin returns to his former team. Has I don't know I don't, even though he hasn't played. Oliver Martin doesn't see the field. No, but what big story he was coming in. Now he goes back to his. So that's funny. I don't know how he feels about that. I wish he was a stud going in there ripping for three touchdowns on yeah. him. But I don't know if that would be the case Saturday. We'll see. He'll get his probably his shot. He had a false start last week, so he didn't get to play for the rest of the game. Uh, but hopefully, you know, shows out early in the game and continue to be on the field. I got Hawks by five. Okay, I'm going to say Hawks by three, and it's going to be a. Th- 28 to it's gonna be a 27 to 24 game so the hawks win announced today iowa hosting penn state october 12th for a 6 30 p.m night game kickoff so once again penn state returns to kinnick at a night game i just watched penn state play against maryland and it was maryland's biggest game in program history in like 30 some years got absolutely throttled penn state, penn state, state wrecked them and, he looks so you know, good. Josh Jackson, quarterback for Maryland, was all hyped up. Threw like seven touch, scored like seven touchdowns, something ridiculous in his first game. Just get some non opponent Heisman's talks, and then as soon as he plays a like, decent caliber team, they just get rocked. So that was kind of funny to see. Uh, so uh, last they time, they look great, but I, yeah. I don't think they're gonna win. Nope, it's hard to play in Kinnick at night. Black and gold game Penn too. Penn State, God, I know, but Penn State loves to beat the black and gold game, throwing touchdowns at the last second to beat the Hawks. That's the last true. Time they played them, but. No Saquon Barkley this year. No Saquon. That's the that was the key lot. Yep. I think two hundred plus scrimmage yards the last time they yep. played it. So thank God, uh, we'll be excited for that. If Iowa wins, Michigan, Penn State. I don't even know who Penn State plays this week, but if I'm guessing if they win a bye week, good chance for college game day. Yep. I say if the college game day doesn't happen, Iowa State this year, and both teams went out, and I guarantee it's a guaranteed college game day, Iowa Penn State. But now that. Game has already covered Iowa once. I can't see it happening twice. So mm-hmm. I don't know. And, they, I don't, and they've been favoring the Midwest. They just yeah. were at uh, Nebraska and Lincoln. Yeah, well, we're going go to we're gonna get to that here in a second. Thank God. Uh, but let's move on to Iowa State. Damn. Oh. Clones. Own one Big 12 play. Travel to Waco, Texas to play Baylor. And half it's the hot. Stadium. It's like 145 degrees on the field is what I'm seeing. Really? So the, the clones are sweating. Okay. And there was a lot of backlash with there was some foul play involved is what all the sad Iowa fans are saying now. There's I think it was last year when you remember that when the big brawl out between Iowa State and Baylor happened? What? Montgomery got ejected. Really? Oh yeah, there was a huge brawl. It was bad. I can't remember all the details, but both benches cleared. Huh. Huge brawl. They had to stall the game for a little bit. Montgomery and a player from Baylor got ejected. But no, Iowa State travels to Baylor this last Saturday. Starts down early. Makes a hell of a comeback. Baylor, unfortunately, was left with too much time in their final possession and drove down with the game. Last, Not a last second field goal, but with like 20 seconds left on the clock. Pitt went through the uprights. Iowa State fumbles on the last play, and that's game. Iowa State moves to 2-2 two and two in the season. The Iowa-Iowa State game's over. I'm rooting for the clones for the rest of the way. So it really is hard to see them at 2-2 two and two this early in the season because I think they're a team that can still compete in the Big 12, in the big games. Not a fun place to be early in the season at 2-2. Two and two. Tragic way to lose. But... Hell of a comeback. You see some grit, and when you come back from 20, 20 down, you have a team with grit. Especially so, on the road. Yep, on the road. So I think Iowa State fans are sick of hearing this, but a lot of these you know, early mistakes can be fixed. Even with a 2-2 two and two record going into TCU this week, optimistic if I'm an Iowa State fan. Right. I, I just want to point out one cool thing I noticed from the Baylor-Iowa State game. Baylor's got sail gating. 
Yeah. They got a river outside the stadium and people come pulling their pontoons and get drunk in the boat. Yeah, right so the the That's the boat. coolest shit I've ever seen. Hadn't heard of that until this week. It's really interesting. Original. I don't know. I, wanna, I would love to experience tailgating. Yeah, the game cool. on, on water. No, I don't think I'd want to do it every week. No, but one special. Yeah, but it would be fun to go down there sometime uh-huh. and do it. That's it. That's really cool. So cool. Baylor's got something going for them. But yeah, I would say, I th- are they hosting TCU or are they traveling to TCU? Hosting TCU. Okay, so TCU comes to the yes, house. Yes, because I'll be in. Uh, I'll be at my brother's fraternity fraternity family weekend. Okay, so it's an Iowa State weekend for me. I'm looking forward to that. I always love going to Ames. It'll be the first time we, I return since Ames Day. I'm not sure I'm ready for it. Yeah. Uh, so funny. The starting quarterback for TCU is actually a girl I graduated with. His cousin. Interesting. Yeah. Miller. Miller. Asia. Really? So, yeah. Okay. So that's their family cousins. I think it's from like Council Bluffs. Who's the top? Quarterback recruit had offers from like Ohio State and shit, but cool. went to TCU. Freshman return. There. That'll be a fun yep. game for him to come mm-hmm. back and play in front of his yeah, family. I'm definitely. sure. <laughs> you and I traveled to Weber State this and Utah this last weekend. It was a top ten showdown. I think you you and I lost twenty seven seventeen. Okay, that's too bad. I, I, you and I was number eight. They're slowly starting to move up in the rankings, but that's just. You know, I don't know anything about Weber State, but it's a top ten matchup. Top ten matchup couldn't, on the road. Couldn't pull through. Now, you and I returns this week with homecoming. Big homecoming week for you and uh-huh. I. Uh-huh. And I have no idea who they're playing. You're going to have to represent. I, I'll be over in, in Ames, so you'll have to be over there. Uh, we'll see about that. you got to do one you and I tailgate this year. Come on. Give the Panthers some love. We'll see what happens with the Michigan-Iowa game first. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to battle through that. <laughs> Football outside of Iowa. This was my favorite part of the weekend. Nebraska hosts game day versus Ohio State. And they just got absolutely throttled, forty-eight to seven. Martinez, quarterback from Nebraska, threw eight of seventeen for forty-seven yards, zero touchdowns, and three interceptions. Hilarious. That his, is his direct quote from prior to the game. No, this will not be an upset if we win because I don't think we are an underdog in this game. He said that. Yes. God. Nebraskans that's, are... That's the epitome of a Nebraska comment and the belief in their football team. Why did they have college game day there? I don't. No. Nobody knows why they chose that. So. I could have told you the final score before they even played that game. It was from start to finish. It was hilarious. My favorite part about that game was uh, so Nebraska has the traditional. They hold their balloons so like the first score. I'm not sure if it's the first field goal or touchdown, but let's just say first score for Nebraska, and then they release their balloons. The fans in the same had to hold their balloons till two minutes left in the third quarter. That's over two hours. Tragic. Two and a half hours or so holding your freaking balloon. In the stadium, waiting to release when you're down already forty nothing or something like that. So that being said, the Iowa Nebraska game in Lincoln this year is going to be tough, regardless. But I'm going to enjoy every loss up until that point. Yep, it's uh, Nebraska. They'll sell out their stadium. That's just what they do. They have nothing else. Nothing else goes on in Nebraska besides Cornhusker football. Even though it's trash, which it is. I I don't feel sorry for you guys at all. No, nope, not even one bit. Dismantled by Ohio State. Last time Ohio State was ranked third or fourth, came in Iowa, and Iowa just could rock their world. Whatever, I'm done with the Huskers. David Montgomery took down the Vikings this weekend. Noah Fant took a screen pass to the house. TJ Hawkinson had a touchdown against the Chiefs. Yep, was not was knocked out unconscious. He was just doing Hawkinson things that happen people because he's a freak of nature. Yeah, uh, and then Micah Hyde picked off Tom Brady. First time he's thrown an interception all year. Mm-hmm. Nice job, Micah. I think Desmond Keene had two sacks and two tackles for losses. Uh, he's stepping as being one of the best corners in the league, too. So it's just better right. overall showing right now for the Hawks. I, the list goes on and on. The Hawks are representing coolest stat. I've seen a ridiculous amount of Hawkeye representation in the NFL. In the past 17 years, 
86% of Iowa starters were NFL draft picks or signed free agents. All 14 tight ends under Ference became draft picks or free agents as well. This is Iowa's tight end you. If you ever argue that, then your head's on backwards. This year, we don't necessarily have that top NFL pick, but it sounds like we have some recruits coming in. Tight end? Yeah. Yep, we'll be stacked years in the next couple of years. Uh, that'll happen once you lose two first-round top, I mean, tight end picks. You know, sometimes yeah. you just got to take a little soft year. Down but, year. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Now we got big news. California, go ahead. Spill the news. Oh, okay. California governor signs a bill to let NCAA athletes profit from their image and likeness. So it's official. Uh, it'll be going, but it's yeah. not in effect. It looks to be in effect by 2023. Lots of people are saying that there's going to be people trying to block the bill. So it nothing is nothing is going to directly impact players from now until then, but it's a it's a movement in that direction which makes our guy Jordan Bohannon very very happy. Yes. Here's my problem with it. When it, safe it's safe as in effect as tomorrow. It's just hard for me to relate, you know, like I think if one state has to do it, everybody's got to do it. Mm. Yeah. It, so you got I know you got to start somewhere, but it's just, yeah. it's going to be Everyone from Ohio is going to want to go play in California. Everyone from Rhode Island is going to go play in California. You know, that's the yeah. first thought that comes to your mind. That's going to hurt every other state, and people are just going to go there strictly for business. You know, it's yep. like that could happen. On the flip side, it also puts those schools in jeopardy potentially with the NCAA. They they may not allow you to go to the college football playoff. They may not let you play in the March Madness tournament. So, on the flip side, there are there's that worry from those schools, USC, UCLA. That's a major side effect. Them. Yeah, so a lot of things to sort through. Right, right. But it's definitely, I mean, it's making waves across the country. That was a, you know, that's big news. So I think my stance stays the same. It seems to be a a happy medium to be found somewhere. I think one of the things I read in the New York Times article this morning was that they would be able to profit from their YouTube channel or their Facebook channel. I think that makes a lot of sense to me. Something that they're not currently able to do. What about like signing autographs? I think that that would all fall under the same category. Yep. Interesting. Well, we'll have to see where that carries over. Outside of that, we have big announcement. I think we all knew it was kind of coming. Stranger Things 4. Sheesh. As of today or yesterday, it was officially announced that it's happening. So we saw a little glimpse at the end of Season 3 that there's probably going to be a Stranger Things 4. It's coming back. We're big Stranger Things fans. We liked it. I thought Stranger Things 3 was the end. I'm beyond excited. You did? Yep, I did. You even think when they're in the prison? Uh well, I had heard that Stranger Things three was going going to be the last season, and then I saw that final yeah. clip. So then I was led to believe that it was probably okay. going to be a so signs of Hopper. Hopper's trending on Twitter that he may or may not be alive. The sheriff that protected the town was everyone's favorite idol. You know, basically sacrificed himself to kill the Demogorgon and blow up the Russian uh, evil machine. Now classic Hopper move, yep. selfless to the end. Not a, or maybe not the end. Yep, because at the end of the season three, they're in a Russian prison. Glimpse, and they said, hey, go grab the American prisoner. They're like, no, 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 we don't need him. So that's American prisoner. The only person that could probably be it, probably Hopper. So we'll have to wait and see. I don't know when that season's coming out, but I'm excited. If you're a Breaking Bad fan, the return of Jesse Pinkman and the Breaking Bad movie on Netflix. These trailers are getting me hyped. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Yes. And do we have a release date? If you don't like Breaking Bad, then I don't like you. It's the best thing I've ever watched in my life. I once I watched Breaking Bad in like my sophomore year of college, and I took two, three years off Netflix because I believe nothing would ever be better than Breaking Bad. That's how much I like Breaking Bad. So I'm pumped to see the return of Jesse Pinkman coming back from his post-escape. 
El Camino Breaking Bad movie release date October 11. That was sooner than expected. Sooner than expected. Okay. The Joker releases this week. Thursday, I think. Maybe Friday. Mm. Yes. Nice. All right. This is the time. I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is when everybody releases the top movies because then they can qualify for the Oscar nominations. So, oh, that's uh, it's interesting always, fact. Yeah. So it's about this time. I you feel always, like always get a bunch of good movies. Cool. Yeah. All right. Way excited for all the, the new media coming up. Who's your biggest winner? You go first. Carson King, you know. We've been highlighting him. What a campaign this guy's ran. So up to, I'm guessing he'll land maybe close to $3 million by the when it's all said and done after today. Carson King, tip of hats to you. With you on all the press and media. And it's not easy when you become famous. I know it's not. People probably think it is, but I guarantee it's not. You got to deal with everything. You can't say shit from 20 years ago and get away with it. So... Carson Keene, hats off to you for doing something cool for not only in the state, but just, you know, for everyone outside in America to look back in Iowa and say, hey, that's a cool thing this guy did. So, congrats, bud. I'm going to go with the Iowa football teams, and that's not just Iowa Hawkeyes, that's Iowa State as well. As much as people like to think that, you know, your academics program is school and, and why people end up going to your school, uh, football is kind of like that that flagpole that brings people in. It's the face of the school. So I want to do a hats off to both universities for representing with class and for repre- for really just creating a great culture and a reason for people to want to stay in state and for people to come across state lines to our great universities. So um, bigger than a game. Nice job. I like what Campbell's doing. I'm still a believer in Campbell. Ference for almost two decades now representing the Hawkeyes with class. That's big. That's big for the state. So right on. God, my biggest loser goes to Kirk Cousins, the quarterback Ooh. for the Minnesota Vikings. He's been an awful topic for the last couple of weeks, really started against Green Bay when he just wasn't producing plays for his three-year, $84 million contract. I mean, the guy's just not winning. He didn't score a touchdown against the Chicago. I mean, I I quit watching after the first quarter because I was so disgusted. I went and did homework instead of watching Kirk Cousins. And that's probably a good thing. But Kirk, I mean, I saw this, so like, Kirk Cousins, three years, $84 million. Stephon Diggs, five years, $81 million. Adam Thielen, four years, $64 million. That's a trio right there of high-paid players on your team. And what these guys have done, they've produced the 31st out of 32 teams in passing yards per game and ranked 32nd, which is last, in passing first downs per game. So that's contracts like that they're not producing in the NFL, and that's just terrific for a Vikings fantasy. Uh, It's bad. Horrible. Since 2011... I'll I'll read off the uh, the quarterbacks. Ponder and McNabb, 2011. 2012, Ponder. 2013, Ponder, Matt Castle, and Josh Freeman. 2014, Castle, Bridgewater. 2015, Bridgewater, who's, by the way, playing very good for the Saints, but was not great for the Vikings. 2016, Sam Bradford. I forgot you guys had Sam Bradford. <laughs> 2017, he got hurt, so yeah. Sean Hill comes in. Sean Hill can't throw a ball 20 yards. 2017, Sam Bradford gets hurt again. Case Keenum comes in. He's, plays he's out of control. Yep. I mean, he plays great. So that was huge. 2018 Cousins, 2019 Cousins, most overplayed player. Of what all is going on? That is, they're all the same can player, I felt like. They're all like. Is that a Minnesota culture thing? It, we haven't had a good quarterback since one year of Brett Favre in 2009. Yep. I don't get it. I don't get what the culture is. The Packers, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks back to back. I just don't get it. I'm just but having a quarterback makes a difference in everything. So hopefully. I don't know. I want to see Kirk Cousins go. I feel bad for the defense. They're wasting good talent. He had a good receiving core. One of the best running backs in the NFL. It's got to be frustrating. 
Yep. As a Vikings fan, I'm going to also give them my biggest loser. Kirk Cousins' biggest loser? Easy. Okay. Well, folks, there you have it. Anything else, bud? Yeah. Make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star review if you're loving the podcast. Okay, that's it. Bye. Mike Drope. See ya.